0: Welcome to Birth Mothers Amplified, giving a voice to the women behind adoption. Hosted by Emma and Mathani. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Birth Mothers Amplified. I am Mathani. And I'm Emma. And today we have Destiny. Thank you for joining us, Destiny. Hey, Destiny. For having me, of course, and so on today's episode, we'll be talking about how choosing placement after establishing a family affects the family dynamic. And so, Destiny is a wife, a
1: mother of two, and a birth mom of two years, she is on her way to become a nurse which is awesome. She loves beer, specifically a dark beer gal. um, And she loves fishing and is a military wife. With that, I'm going to go ahead and give you the floor, Destiny, to take us through your story. All right.
2: So I will start off um, by saying that my husband and I have been married for six and a half years He's been in the military for about eight, been together for seven years total. We started dating about when I was 18. So when I turned 19, we found out that I was pregnant, um, very unexpected, and we were kind of panicking, but we chose to um, just step up and deal with it head on.
1: And were y'all married at this point?
2: Not yet. Okay. We did get married a few months after we had her, um, then we moved together um, to North Carolina and, you know, started our life there. Since then, from our time in North Carolina, he had to leave a lot because of the military, went on deployment, had a lot of training, so he was barely home, and it took a big toll on our marriage to the point where we ended up being separated for six months and we were still you know we still had feelings for each other of course we had a family and we still wanted to be together so we decided you know let's start new at his next duty station in texas and you know try to fix where we went wrong so when we moved to texas we you know decided to sit down try to figure out what can we do to make you know our future better um and you know better our family and then all of a sudden we found out that we were pregnant again and decided that, you know, we, this is not the right time to have another child because we don't, we didn't think it was right to bring a baby into a broken marriage.
1: How many years later was this after y'all having y'all's first child?
2: This was about, I want to say four years later. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. A bit of a gap. We we didn't plan on having more kids, but so it was a very huge surprise. So we sat down and tried to figure out, you know, what what are we going to do? Um, what options do we have? Uh, that's when we chose the route of adoption. We were very nervous to even think about it just because, you know, we're married. We already have a family. Um, we are scared to tell our family because we knew that they were going to be very pushy about just us parenting and we knew that they would tell us, you know, we'll help anyone we can, you guys will be fine. So we kind of just wanted to deal with it together and not have any outside opinions just because it was, you know, originally it's just between him and I.
1: People have an opinion about it. So it makes sense that even when it's someone maybe you value that when it's that personal of a decision to, to sometimes keep it a little bit closer, just between the yeah. two, two so that makes sense. So how, how did adoption get on y'all's radar? Because y'all had chosen to parent prior with an you know unexpected pregnancy.
2: We kinda, I'll be honest, we kind of Google it. <laughs> <laughs> All of the options. I also, you know, kind of going backwards, but my mom was a birth mother. She gave up my older sister for adoption. So I kind of had a little bit of background just because I did meet her. You know, my dad was in contact with her and the adoptive parents. We still talk every now and then to this day. So I had a little bit of a background with it, but just not a lot. Also, my godmother, she is, she actually fosters a lot. She's fostered Mm -hmm. over 50 kids, um, has adopted, I want to say maybe 20. Her story is amazing. So...
1: My yeah. jaw is dropped for those that are not on YouTube watching this and just listening
2: to the audio. Wow. It's amazing. Yeah. And they have one kid of their own. I mean, just following her on Facebook and seeing, wow. cause we don't work every day, but we post a lot about it on Facebook and seeing all that was very humbling. So I kind of got the idea of him that as well. So we were very nervous to even go about the adoption process just because we've never heard of anyone going through it and their views on it. But once we started, um, the caseworker that was assigned to us was absolutely amazing. She made everything very natural. You know, she never made us feel. Um, she was never pushy. Never made us feel like you know this is what you have to do. You know, she kept reminding us if you don't feel comfortable with it, you're more than welcome to say never mind. And she felt more like a friend. She was there for us, you know, 24/7 if we needed someone to just even talk about our day, which I loved we had, uh, we went out to lunch together just to, you know, talk about everything, but also it wasn't just like business when we had like meetups, it was also business, but like, Hey, how was your day? How's everything going? How are you guys feeling? And also what I loved is because, you know, we're married. It wasn't just focused on me. It was equally focused on my husband. So she wanted to make sure that he was still okay. That his needs and his feelings are still taken care of, just as mine were. So he was never left out of any meeting, um, any phone call, any text message, any email. It was very equal, which I loved. Then when we had to pick the adoptive parents, we were given like profile books, like Shutterfly books, which is kind of fun. I was um, kind of looking forward to that oddly, but we were also very nervous at the same time. And we kind of chuckled because the very first book that we picked up, we fell in love with that family. Hmm. And we kind of stepped back. We're like, "Um, is that normal or (laughs) should we even look at everyone else? So we kept looking through the other parents, but we kept gravitating towards that, the first book. And we asked for another set just to make sure, like, I don't know, maybe... Maybe we were a little too eager to look at these and mm-hmm. like the adopted parents. We went through the second set and we're like, no, our heart is still set on, you know, this, the first set that we, or the first book that we picked up.
1: So you obviously <laughs> have a unique perspective, you and your husband did, because y'all were already parents. So how did that affect y'all's preferences and yeah. criteria in choosing parents? Because, you know, I was 17. And I was like, well, these are things I think that are important and that I, I know my parents had, or, you know, something I aspire to be. Did that affect y'all's preferences in a couple?
2: 100%. Um, We made a list, um, him and I collectively about, because our caseworker asked us to like, what are you looking for? And what, um, what kind of family dynamic do you want your, you know, your child to be raised in? So we kind of agreed that, him and I both love how our family is. We're very family oriented. Our family is so close with each other and we wanted her to have an upbringing of where, if you look at a family, you can just tell that they're close, that you know, there's so much love. And when we were looking through this book, it was all about just their family. We do this with our family you know this is our mom this is our dad this is our uncle you know and they put pictures of their nieces and nephews and just to see how close they were with with, um, their family was amazing it kind of reminded us of our family Mm. and I think that's why we gravitated towards them because it was kind of like looking at a book about us in a way and when we met them um, over the phone and even in person because a few weeks later we got to meet and have dinner with them. It wasn't weird. It wasn't awkward. Was um, the phone call weird? The phone call was weird at first just because was um, <laughs> talking on the phone. especially um, was someone I've never met. So it was a little awkward at first, but we ended up talking for a good minute, you know, shared a lot of laughs. It wasn't even about, you know, the whole adoption process. It was just about getting to know us and getting to know them which I liked I mean we still talked about the adoption process here and there but yeah what I liked is that they were also concerned with like getting to know who we are as Mm. people as parents as a family it wasn't just about like what what are you guys wanting post-placement it Mm. was more it was very um one-on-one I mean the dinner was just it was weird it was like going to dinner with family because our Mm. kids were There also, and we already feel more than comfortable with her leaving the dinner. It was we felt more reassured with our choice, so it made us more comfortable and with everything that was going on. I kind of had to take a step back and like realize, like you know, this is this is happening, and I was kind of happy with how like happy I felt because you know when I met them, they were telling they were telling us how she. They've been trying for years. You can see even they cut it. So kind of hearing that also made me feel reassured that, you know, you're not only doing this to save your marriage, but you're doing this because you're helping a family that, you know, can't have kids. And they've been waiting for years to have a family. So that made us feel a little, you know, more, or a little better with our choice.
1: Yeah. A little more at peace. Mm-hmm. So did y'all yeah. ever have, I mean, a point where you or your husband questioned or maybe second guessed or was like, what are we doing? Let's
2: just parent. It was in the back of our heads every now and then. But I think just because the, you know, our caseworker made it feel so natural and, you know, just kept reassuring, like, it's okay. That you guys are doing this you know our sessions with her were there were also like therapy sessions because we talked to her about our past and what we were going through so it was also healing for us to do all of that like I said it wasn't just business Um, it helped a lot so we kind of knew even talking with her that these are the steps that we need to take to be able to kind of move forward you know even during the whole adoption process even though him and I were on good terms, and we were kind of on the same page with everything, we still weren't where we wanted to be in our marriage. And our caseworker knew that, you know, we were very open with her about that. And, you know, if, if we wanted to talk to her about it, she was okay with it. She never pried, never, um, you know, pushed for anything, you know, every now and then she asked, like, how are you guys doing? But like I said, it was more of like a friendship, which I really appreciated.
1: Well, and something else that I've really appreciate about your story and you coming on is people don't realize how common birth moms are that already have other children, or um, I don't know how many would be married. I'm not, I'm not as familiar with that fact, but to have other children. And so for expectant moms to hear that that is an option and that's okay. And like you said that, that your caseworker assured you that that is okay. If that's what you and your husband think is best for this child, that is okay.
2: Mm -hmm. Ever since then, you know, we still keep in contact with them. We have a semi-open adoption. So we email here and there and we kind of left it as, you know, if she wants to meet us, as she gets older, we're more than welcome to that. If not, that's okay. You know, we'll still keep in contact like the way that we do. But I mean, since then, we've kind of turned our marriage and our lives around as like a 180.
1: Were they in the hospital?
2: Yes. Yes. They were in actually the hospital room with us after birth we all sat around you know took turns holding the baby and then kind of it was like a bonding time for everyone pretty much which I loved and they were you know more than welcome to stay for as long as they wanted and then when it was time to say goodbye we decided to because they had a separate room um Mm. during the three-day stay we all they all came to our room to say our goodbyes and their caseworker and our caseworker everyone pretty much was in tears it was probably the hardest thing that we've ever mm-hmm. had to go through it was yeah it was very rough
0: yeah
2: y'all signed your papers at the hospital yeah. okay
1: did y'all do placement wow. immediately after or did y'all do that later on
2: placement happened um immediately after okay. okay
1: so it was i mean again it's interesting when you talk to or speak to a birth mom who um, is, chooses adoption after having another child because you have this already preconceived idea of what the hospital is like. Um, do you find yourself comparing to your first pregnancy or first delivery?
2: Yes and no. Um, just because I'll be honest, my, my first pregnancy was in Illinois and in Texas here. I feel like it was a lot better experience like the nurses kind of cared more. Um,
1: (laughs) The friendly (laughs) texas. Even true, I guess, for the nurses.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I loved the labor and delivery nurses. There was one nurse. She's so sweet. Um, My husband's actually sleeping and, you know, we were just waiting at this time. And she asked me, she goes, if you don't mind me asking, is it true? Like, you're, you know, you're giving, you're giving her out for adoption. I'm like, yeah. And she's like, Oh, she goes, do you, do you mind if I ask why? And I could tell that it wasn't like a judgment tone. It was more of like, she was just curious. Curious, she,
0: yeah.
2: My husband, my daughter there, and she, and I know, I know it's confusing because we're confused as well. So I kind of told her like a little bit of the backstory and she's, and at the end she was like, well, good for you that's, that's great on you guys. And I was like, wow, Hmm. I was not expecting that, but the hospital stay wasn't a negative thing at all. It was kind of a thing, but I mean, they were a lot nicer here, but maybe that's just because it's Texas. So (laughs) (laughs) I'm so quick to give
1: Texas the credit, but also (laughs) it might just be the people and they're good people. But (laughs) wait, so did you mention your, your daughter, your first daughter was, um, in the hospital?
2: She was with us. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Did she
1: remember? Because she was four. So, would she, was she aware what
2: was going on? She kind of knew at the time, but we didn't really talk to her much about it. Just because, since she was so young, we didn't think that she would understand. We tried to, and it was just like one ear out the other. So, <laughs> she's yeah. like, okay. That's great. She's six now, and mm-hmm. she's a little more aware of everything's. Your going oldest on. daughter. Yes. Sex? Yes. It's been about two two years because now our daughter that we play she's two she was two in July we've kind of turned our lives around a lot um, our marriage is a lot better than it ever has been you know we we've bought a house we've been settling down uh, him and I are both in school we um, I'm supposed to graduate next semester so that's pretty exciting yeah. Um, and then we also welcomed a baby boy in February, so he's going to be eight months old. Congrats. This so it's been great. It's been a great couple of years, to say the least.
1: Yeah. yeah. So how does it feel looking back? I mean, two years is, you know, still a short period of time, but obviously a lot has happened in y'all's lives in the past couple of years you know, being in such a good place now when y'all were in such a difficult season beforehand. Do y'all still feel good about y'all's decision?
2: Oh, yeah. Um, just because I feel like, I mean, him and I even talk, to, talk about it every now and then. It's crazy to look back. Um, even though two years are so short, it seems like it was so long ago. Just because we were in a very bad place. And I felt like what we went through with the adoption process kind of brought us together more. Just because it's, you know, it's not something that's little. It's a very right. big life-changing experience. So the fact that we kind of stuck together through that, and you know, we're consistently on the same page. And I think also, you know, with our caseworker, she helped a lot. I mean, us with our marriage and just the whole process, um, making it go very smoothly it's crazy to think that. And I feel like it kind of gave us a second chance to, you know, make things right with our marriage.
1: So what is the communication with the adoptive parents look like now?
2: Um, right now it's just via email. Um, we send pictures. They, uh, I feel like they're more tech savvy than I am because <laughs> they send everything through like these fancy like Google drives. And I don't know how to do that, so. <laughs> Girl, same, same. They, they send everything, like albums, and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna figure out how to do that. But right now you're just gonna get a letter in an email. So <laughs> <laughs> they send so, so many pictures, so many videos, um, mm. more than enough, that's for sure. So, and their updates are, they're great. Did they
1: want a semi-open
2: adoption? They did. They were, um, they seemed like they're very, um, that's what they wanted. Um, So that's also why we didn't do open adoption right away, just because they felt more comfortable with semi-open. You know, my husband and I, we felt like, you know, let's, let's see what they want, just because they're the adoptive parents. So we wanted to make them feel just as comfortable also. we are more than happy to do either, you know, semi-open or open. So, and that's when we left it as um, we'll leave it at semi open. And if you guys want to change it, you're more than welcome to. Um, and also, you know, in case you're to us you can change it anytime. So, I because I thought it was permanent, but I didn't realize that you can change it anytime. So, I that kind of mm. feel more comfortable as well. Yeah. Do you see that happening? Um, right now, I think we're, we're both comfortable with having it semi-open and kind of keeping it where it's at. But I think maybe as she gets older and kind of more curious. So they have another um, another daughter who they adopted, but their story is a little different than ours in terms of they don't have a relationship with their her biological parents. Mm-hmm. Um, so pretty much if they, we left it as if they need help as both of them grow older answering any questions, they're more than welcome to. Like, we'll be here for that. Yeah. Um, But right now, I think we're both comfortable where things are.
1: That's awesome. Because, I mean, we've talked about it before, but how much – adoptees can get out of speaking to a birth mother, even when it's not their own, especially if they've you know, never met their birth parents and don't know who they are, just to ask general mm-hmm. questions of what would go through a person's mind of choosing adoption and why would they do that, mm-hmm. even if it's not the exact same answer and reason for their circumstance, to be able to it's have, an answer. it's okay. an answer, exactly. Um, so that's amazing that you and your husband were willing to at least offer that, I'm sure, but so, so y'all are comfortable with the semi-open adoption as is, and, you know, if it were to evolve as she gets older, have you thought about, I mean, cause you, I know y'all kept it within, so extended family, are they aware of the circumstance now or how, how is that situation of, if it evolves into open?
2: So they are not just because, um, my husband and I felt like we, we want to go through this together just him and I because we knew like if our family was involved um, and not in a negative way they just care a lot and you know we're thankful for that but I mean as of right now him and I have worked through it just fine you know with our caseworker and the organization they're there for us a lot so we didn't feel like we had to go to our family for extra you know um support or help or just someone to talk to you know if it comes up we're more than happy to, you know, tell them, you know, yeah, this is what happened. This mm-hmm. is our choice, and um, this is the outcome. I, in my opinion, there has been no negative outcome, so I know that they'll understand. I know they'll be disappointed because we didn't go to them, but I know they won't be mad, just because you know they're supportive in any choices that we make.
0: So, Destiny, what advice would you give someone who's considering placing a child for adoption after
2: they're, you know,
0: they already have either one child or multiple children and they're
2: faced with um, an unplanned pregnancy? I would have to say that, you know, yes, it's very nerve wracking. Um, It may not feel normal um, and it may feel very scary, but, you know, it's okay. It's your choice in the end. And Mm -hmm. you feel like it's the best choice, then it's the best choice. And if you feel like, you know, you can give that child a better life by placing, then go for it.
1: So how has your decision to place your child affected
2: your family dynamic? I would have to say that it's made our, our family a lot healthier. Um, we were able to get through all the obstacles that we needed to um, and kind of restart pretty much and start fresh. And I think going through that experience also helped us a lot just because it brought us together. Um, I mean, also the fact that he kind of stayed by my side and I stayed by his, through it meant a lot to both of us. And Mm -hmm. we just became a lot more supportive for each other too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then how do you or will you talk to your children that you are parenting about your decision to place their sibling?
2: You know, growing up with having an older sister who was placed for adoption, I mean, looking back, my dad did a great job. He was very open to me about it. Told me one day, you know, I just want to let you know, like, you have an older sister. She was placed for adoption. You know, if you ever want to meet her, talk to her. Um, Her parents are more than happy to. And of course, he talked to the parents first. But, you know, I think right now, of course, not a good time just because I mean, my son's eight months old. He's not really going to understand. <laughs> but um, I think our daughter is still a little too young. I think if we told her, she'd be a little confused. It'd be hard to kind of get her to decipher the whole meaning of you have a sister, but she's not living with us. We, we're not trying. We don't want to keep it a secret from them just because we kind of put ourselves in their shoes. Like if that was us, we would want to know if we yeah. had her as all the kids get older we kind of want to cross that bridge and you know speak with the adoptive parents about you know what do you feel comfortable with if you know the kids ever want to meet each other just because they're siblings too so yeah
0: well destiny we are so thankful that you um just hung out with us for this time and just shared your story and um we're excited for everything that's to come uh, with nursing school and you know we'd love to have you back on the show too uh, later down the line if you if you're open to it Uh, maybe even your husband can come next time and everyone listening thank you so much and we'll see y'all next week Bye.
1: bye Birth Mothers Amplified is brought to you by the Gladney Center for Adoption and Adoption.com. Make sure to subscribe, leave a review, and check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Birth Mothers Amplified.
0: The views expressed may not represent the views of this program or sponsors and should not substitute seeking the advice of licensed professionals. To
1: speak with an adoption counselor, please call 1-800-236-7898. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.